0: This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barak Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com, H-A-S-I-D-I-C-Story.com. You'll never know, you'll never know, you'll never know, you'll never know. One day... The Holy Rebbe, Reb Levi Yitzchak shows up at the Cheva Kaddisha, the burial society, in a small town. And everybody knows that the burial society would receive the tefillin of the deceased man in order to resell them and support the activities of the burial society. And Reb Levi Yitzchak he comes to this very small town and goes to the Cheva Kaddisha, and they recognize him because he's a great Rebbe. And they say, Rebbe, what are you doing here? Reb Levi Yitzchak says, I'm here to buy some tefillin. Now, everybody knew that, of course, Reb Levi Yitzchak Berdichev, for sure he had tefillin, and the tefillin were probably the holiest tefillin that anyone had ever seen. So they couldn't understand why he wanted to buy tefillin. And for sure, there were no great tzaddikim that had died any time soon. The people in the Hever Kaddisha were the ones who buried them. They knew who was buried, and nobody special enough for somebody like Reb Levi Yitzchak to come and buy their tefillin. So the head of the Hever Kaddisha brings Reb Yitzchak into the room where all the tefillin are, and says, go ahead, whatever you want. They're all the same price, 20 rubles. Reb Levi Yitzchak looks around. It doesn't take him very long. He finds a pair of tefillin and brings it to the head of the Heber He says, here's your 20 rubles. The head of the Heber said, okay, now, Rebbe, you need to explain to me what's going on here. Because I personally buried all of the people whose tefillin are on the shelves here. And trust me, none of them we're big enough tzaddikim for somebody like you to come and buy their tefillin. So what's going on? And this is the story that Reb Levi Yitzchak told the head of the Chever Kadisha. He said, you know, the holy brothers, the great Rebbe's, Rebbe Elimelech of lezhenks and Reb Zushe of Hanapoli, they walked around together, exiling themselves, walking around with nothing, to feel what it is to have God's presence in this world, the Shechina, in exile. They walked around as paupers with nothing and would spend the night in the shuls and were dependent on the mercy and the kindness of the Jewish communities that they ended up in. If you listen to my story, Reb Zusha spent Shabbos by the Shoemaker, you'll remember that their father would come to them in a dream and tell each of them where they were to spend the night, every night, and especially on Shabbos. So one night they both had a dream, their father came to them, and told them exactly where they needed to spend the night. They went and knocked on the door. It was a simple Jew. He welcomed the two rabbis in, not knowing that they were great tzadikim. And they had a nice little meal together, and they're sitting and talking. Rebbe Elimelech and Reb Zusha, they realized that there was something wrong with the tefillin of the Jew whose home they were staying in. Once the seer of Lublin and Reb Zusha were having a conversation, and Reb Zusha said to the seer of Lublin, How do you help a Jew to do tshuva? So the seer of Leblin, who was called the seer, because he could see inside of a person everything that they had done and everything that they would do in their lifetime, from one end of the world to the other, the seer said, it's very simple. I know exactly what this person is supposed to fix. And so I tell them straight out, hey, brother, you need to fix this. Nu, get to it. Don't waste any time. And then the seer Lublin says to Rebzusha, Zusha, Nu, how do you do it? Reb Zusha said, Zusha's approach is a little different than the seer Lublin. Zusha finds something wrong in Zusha, and then tries to do tshuva over that. And through that, the person who needs to do tshuva fixes what they need to do tshuva on. So that's what happened here. They realized that there was something wrong with the tefillin, however it was with their holy vision. And Reb Zusha says to Rebbe Elimelech, you know, brother, Elimelech, I don't remember when's the last time that I checked my tefillin. So Rebbe Elimelech says, well, I get my tefillin checked every five years. And this last time that I got it checked, there was a little problem with one of the letters we had to fix it, but thank God, I got it checked and everything is fine. And Reb Zusha said, every five years, I think it's probably been ten years, maybe longer since I checked my tefillin. So Rebbe Elimelech said, no problem, let's open them up, let's take a look. And Reb Zusha said, great idea. They open up the tefillin, and they're looking, and they're going over it, and everything looks fine. So they wrap it up and put it away. In the meantime, the person whose home they're staying in, he's pacing back and forth in the room. And Reb Zusha says to him, What's going on? He says, Since my bar mitzvah, I never had my tefillin checked before. He said, Do you understand this? Since my bar mitzvah, my tefillin have not been checked. Maybe there's something wrong with them. Maybe I never did the mitzvah tefillin in my whole life. How would I know? So Rebbe Limelech said, It's not a problem. My brother here, Zusha, he's a sofer. He's a scribe. We have lots of experience with tefillin. We'll open up your tefillin and we'll see. And they open up. Both boxes of tefillin, the one for the hand and the one for the head. And to the shock and dismay of the homeowner, there were no parchments inside. Rebeli and Reb Zusha felt that there was something wrong with these tefillin, but they didn't know exactly what it was. In the meantime, the poor Jew who was hosting them, he fainted on the spot. When he came to, he said, I can't believe it. My whole life, I never did the mitzvah of tefillin. I put on these boxes, but there was nothing in them. I never did the mitzvah tefillin. I don't know what to do with myself. Rebzusha says to him, don't worry, my sweetest friend. We're going to fix it right now. I have some parchments here. I have a quilt and ink. And Rebzusha sits down and starts writing out the tefillin. And slowly, as the ink dries, he rolls them up, puts them in their proper places, and stitches up the tefillin boxes. The whole time this Jew was pacing back and forth, it was already nighttime, and you can't put on tefillin at night, only when the sun is out. So he said, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And Rebbe Melech and Reb said, don't worry, we're going to wake up early in the morning, as early as possible, and we'll all go together and put on tefillin. Now Levi Yitzchak who's telling the story to the head of the Chever Kadisha, he's known that on the last day of Yom Tov, Motsi Yom Tov, on Pesach and on Simchat Torah, Shemini Yatzeret, but Levi Yitzchak would sleep with his arm straight up in the air. And the reason was because he was so excited about doing the mitzvah tefillin, he couldn't put his arm down even when he was sleeping. So this Jew who had never actually done the mitzvah to tefillin his entire life, he couldn't sleep, he was too excited. Finally, the morning comes, the holy brothers get up, and they go with this Jew to the mikveh, and they go to shul, and he puts on tefillin, and he has the highest spiritual experience he's ever had in his entire life. And he wore these tefillin all the way until the day he died. And you, Reb Levi says to the head of the Hever Kaddisha, you buried him. And these are his tefillin. That's what I came here for. I came here to have the tefillin that were written by the holy hand of the Helege Rebbe Reb There's only one pair of tefillin in the whole world like this. And here they are. So now you understand, my friend, why I came all the way over here just for a pair to fill in.